This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Scored 16, unanswered, pick it to the end zone. Fernerbooth, touchdown. Great looking drive from the Steelers. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Mike Tirico at the call last night on NBC Sunday Night Football. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers get the job done against that moron, Josh McDaniels and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, how about that field nice. goal, man? Yeah, yeah let's, let's cut, let's cut an eight-point deficit to five. People, like, people try just... to defend that with uh, – there's like a lot of mathematical models, like we win probability added, what's what's better – kicking the field goal or trying to trying to go for it down eight. It was like, a, apparently for a, a couple of them, it was actually a really close call. And these are just things where you just go like, I understand computers are really smart and they can do, they can think about things sometimes way smarter than humans can. Also just like, really? <laughs> like, like, like really? Kind of, kind of don't want them to kick there. I don't think that makes me an idiot for thinking that. I think it's just okay to, to not want to kick there. Yeah, and so we will get to the Steelers game coming up against the Texans on the road in Houston. Ken and I have a strong feeling on that game, which we will get to about 20 minutes from now when we continue P-squared, B-squared for week four in the NFL. We'll get to the Chargers and the Raiders also with Jimmy Garoppolo in concussion protocol, the Cowboys and the Patriots in Dallas. All our bets for tonight's Monday Night Football doubleheader coming up in the power hour, final hour of the show. But joining us right now on this magnificent football Monday, one of our absolute favorites, talking week four in the NFL and talking Monday Night Football, the great whale capper drew densick on twitter at whale underscore capper you know him from the nbc sports edge you love him from the deep dive podcast with our pal andy molitor well welcome back to the show happy monday my friend how's it going oh it's going tremendously well uh magnificent football monday as you guys like to say uh and it was a really solid weekend for me so i'm in a great mood uh a really solid week for me i'm just just back from vacation feeling refreshed uh got got a lot of caught up on my correspondence today so yeah just in a tremendous mood just uh sounds great saw a lot of pictures uh, i went to croatia right well saw a bunch of your mm-hmm. pictures on uh on social media got looking looking pretty awesome trip seems like it was uh pretty pretty good what i'm glad the nfl went really well for you yesterday what i'm just curious like what is your plan of attack for tonight and we'll do like week week four and look ahead for all the games and stuff but two pretty interesting games we haven't talked about eagles tampa at all on the show because the line's been pretty pretty much the same with the eagles like a a reasonable favorite right like five something like that but whether joe burrow plays or not against the rams we have no idea and cincinnati's a three-point favorite in that game so kind of like your plan of attack for both games tonight before we get into week four stuff yeah so i didn't bet the nightcap yet i just because i I don't have information and I wasn't really plugged into the news cycle on whether or not bro was going to play. My guess is he plays, but he might stink. <laughs> like That's kind of my general opinion of that game. And so I think if you're going to bet it, you are getting a pretty decent advantageous price to bet the Rams right now. Um, I don't think that this is like an obvious right away. The Bengals are going to bounce back after an 0 two start at all. Bengals mechanic. I mean, uh, Burrow's mechanics look 
uh, pretty off to me uh, and his ability to kind of get power behind his throw and really kind of take advantage of his uh, pinpoint accuracy has just been completely non-existent now for two weeks. I uh, lost some money on the Bengals last week and watching Burrow play. I was like, I really wish I, I wish I had watched this game before I got con- any kind of confidence that the Bengals were going to do anything early in the season. Uh, I think the Bengals, if they trot Burrow out there, are making a mistake, putting him at risk of missing more time because, you know, cap injury, which was probably a grade two in the first place, but they, uh, you know, let him kind of come back a little too early because he wanted to, you know, go out, take the field and kind of prove that he had earned that uh, that big pay raise uh you know i think this is being very risky and a little bit foolish and for not an obviously good reason because i don't think anyone in the afc is really running away from the bengals so uh if they let him uh kind of recuperate and try to win some of these games ugly uh with the backup or with the different strategy i think they that would you know kind of be the better plan in the long run um and uh it you know it feels a little uh little foolish uh, to be putting him at risk in this game at this part of the season but um, you know, it's tough to keep football players off the field if they think they can go and especially tough with, uh, kind of the alpha quarterbacks as we saw last year with, uh, Josh Allen after the UCL injury, as we saw with, um, uh, Herbert after the broken ribs. And, you know, I think quarterbacks get to call their own numbers now in the NFL, if you are at a certain level and it, it is what it is. Uh, but I think it's pretty silly. What about uh? What about the Eagles and the Bucks? Well, and the first of the doubleheader tonight. Yeah, laid the Eagles. I uh, got four and a half yesterday. I think this should be a six-point spread. I think the key matchup that matters the most is the Eagles' defensive line against the Buccaneers' offensive line. Buccaneers' offense in general is inflated right now. People are just amazed at how, um, you know, how much of a Pretend, you know, the, you know, Baker Mayfield is doing a phenomenal job of pretending to be an NFL quarterback, uh, but a lot of that has come at the uh, you know at the behest of two very bad defenses, two very weak secondaries, and two uh, two pretty toothless path, pass rushes. Uh, and now he gets to go up against uh, a team that's going to at least have CB one and two available. Bradbury's going to go um, and uh, has kind of wave after wave of pass rush that can make Baker's night miserable. So. Uh, I don't really know what to expect out of the Philadelphia offense in this one. I'm assuming that they can get into the 20s here, and that's going to be enough to cover uh, a four-and-a-half-point uh, spread. I see it's at five-and-a-half now uh, at your shop, and I see, again, I think it should be six. So here we are closing in on uh, you know the end of the market here on Monday Night Football, and you know, the small edge still exists on the uh, on the road chalk, and that's, uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think my... My my head tells me like you're probably right, and maybe Tampa's a fraud, and maybe the Eagles win by a lot. And like my heart wants Baker Mayfield to win Comeback Player of the Year, and like really hopes this is a real thing, and like really wants this to happen, just because the prices are astronomical, and like I don't think a lot of the other guys can win. So uh, we'll see how it plays. So, okay, so that's the Monday Night Football doubleheader, or sort of the, the two games going on at the same time. Uh, normally Nick asks you this question, Whale, but I'll ask it just because of the ordering today with the two games. Uh, what is your favorite bet? Maybe a bet that you've already put in for Week Four. Yeah, uh, favorite bet is probably Chargers under six. If you can still find that, I think you should get it. I think the idea that Brian Hoyer is making a start in our, the year of our Lord 2023 is insane. Uh, and I think that uh, what you saw from the Chargers in terms of offense that worked well against the uh, uh, Vikings, you literally don't even need to game plan this week. You just run it back. Uh, Mike Williams being out is obviously a long-term concern for me with the Chargers, but not really for this game. I think, uh, you know, you, you, I think you air it out in this one. And as long as Keaton Allen is healthy for this team, the Chargers, I think, are a bet on. Uh, and uh, the defense, and, you know, I think they're going to continue to get healthier. I'm not expecting Derwin James to go, but 
uh, with the pass rush and with Brian Hoyer on the field, I think that uh, this obviously should be on the other side of six. And so anything better than that uh, is a bet for me. And we will see like, if it will be Brian Hoyer that starts. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo placed in concussion protocol today on Monday by the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders also have Purdue rookie Aiden O'Connell on the roster. But like, Hoyer is going to be the next man up, for now at least, in the Raiders quarterback rotation. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday. Talking week four in the NFL with our pal, the whale capper, Drew Dinsick. He is on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Uh, well, marquee matchup coming up in week four. The Bills and the Dolphins in Western New York. Right now at our show's Sponsor Bet MGM, the Bills in between a two and a half and a three point home favorite. Total sitting about 53, 53 and a half. I think we're assuming that Jalen Waddle's going to go in the game. He's still in concussion protocol as of today on Monday. Didn't play on Sunday against the Broncos, and uh, Miami scored 70 points anyway. Uh, what is your handicap and any early bets on Buffalo and Miami? Yeah, well, you know, trends would tell you, and a team coming off of a 70 point uh, win uh, is a, just an incredible uh, fade the next week against the spread. Um, no, it's, 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 uh, as tongue in cheek, there's really no precedent here for what the, uh, uh, Miami Dolphins offense is doing through three weeks. Like they are, uh, not necessarily the beneficiaries of playing against nobodies, but they haven't, uh, really been tested other than, uh, the Patriots game. And I think what you saw with the Patriots defense being able to somewhat keep a lid on these guys is replicable here for the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Buffalo Bills defense disappointed me mightily on Monday Night Football Week 1 uh, to the point where I kind of lost a little bit of faith that I had them rated correctly. Uh, but what we saw the following week uh, bounce back against the Raiders was solid. And then this week performance they put up against the Commanders was like, you know, this is now now we're cooking with gas. Uh, it's a really, really nice matchup, I think, for the defense here to keep the Dolphins into the 20s. Uh, and I don't see any way that the Dolphins defense is keeping the Bills out of the 30s here. The Bills offense right now, uh, I think, is a bet on. Um, I think realistically, the fact that they're protecting, uh, you know, protecting Josh Allen and he is starting to feel comfortable with the new concepts is a scary thing for the rest of the league. Uh, I'm probably going to bet Bills until, you know, they're favored into the double digit ranges against uh, the medium uh, and bad teams in the NFL. And uh, I think uh, getting them under three is is pretty is going to feel pretty good um, as, uh, you know, this is a decent spot for them at home early in the season, uh, taking on a team that uh, I think realistically uh, is going to pick their number against the bad defenses they play. Uh, and uh, look quite different against the good defenses. So uh, really, really fun matchup. Super excited. We get a good uh, kind of high consequence, you know, big. Uh, this this is this has huge, huge, um, you know, ultimate AFC championship win equity at stake in this contest because Bill, you know, Bills win this one. They put themselves back in control of an AFC East and Bills lose and the Dolphins all of a sudden have a pretty clear inside track to get the uh, one seed. Uh, and as we've talked about, I'm sure in the previews leading up to the season, and even in some of the, uh, um, you know, the 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 early season game commentary, uh, the AFC, the path to the Super Bowl through the AFC this year is is hugely hugely uh, impacted by the one seed and home games. Really missing out on playing a wild card game uh, right there puts so much win equity in your pocket for winning the AFC conference that uh, uh, you know this is a, a huge awesome game. But Bills, Bills minus two and a half before it gets to three, I think is the bet. 
Yeah, I mean, a really fun game. And just worth noting that obviously these are AFC's division opponents. They'll play each other twice. They don't play again. Their their next meeting is the last day of the regular season. They'll play January 7th in Miami, which is also a funny spot because it's like cold weather team going to Miami in January, which is actually historically a terrible anger for the for the, the cold weather team. They actually play worse going to Florida late in the year. Maybe kind of Miami gets them twice. I guess that's certainly possible. Well, we have a, a few minutes left. Maybe we hit on a, a couple more games. I could go to like Ravens Browns or some of the other good matchups, but we spent a lot of time on Broncos Bears, just a classic situation where like a football show maybe wouldn't do this game a lot, but a betting show, it's actually really, really interesting. Broncos who give up 70 points by more than a field goal in Chicago, total 45 and a half. Both teams look miserable yesterday. It's kind of like, who do you trust more? Maybe in a bounce back situation. Any thoughts on this game? Broncos three and a half against Chicago. Yeah, what a contest. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you know, again, go right back to my trends here. Uh, you know, we haven't seen a team come off of conceding 70 points and be a road favorite going back to 1966. Uh, and uh, even then, I don't even know if it happened, but nobody's conceded 70 points since 1966. So um, it's, uh, it's a matchup that I think you have to circle the – fact that the Broncos have hit rock bottom and that the Bears, we don't know where the bottom is. Um, there's nothing going right in Chicago. Uh, there's no clear uh, you know, leadership in that locker room. Uh, and uh, I just generally don't understand what the concepts and what the vision is for um, you know, what they want to be as an offensive identity. I think the fact that Fields got concussed or was hurt or whatever happened to him in that game, uh, and then they put him back out there in harm's way at, with that deficit made zero sense. Uh, and I think, uh, though, you know, every, basically every organizational warning sign is, is blazing at max volume right now for, uh, you know, that team overall. And, you know, when it's that, uh, when it's that when there's that big of a distraction in the in the building, uh, I don't really know how you get uh, kind of focused and prepared for a game that's going to be, um, you know, pretty pivotal for their overall. Uh, you know, just where do we go from here? Uh, the Broncos, on the other hand, I do think uh, it's pretty clear from what you've heard from some of the vets in the post game uh, and just in general and how Sean Payton deals with this type. You know, has dealt with this type of stuff before and will. Um, you know, get these guys turned around. I think that it, between these two teams, who do I have better vibes is definitely the Broncos. Uh, and I think that uh, the fact that the offense is snapped out of it this season under Peyton is a signal. Uh, and the defense, I think, was was pretty um, limited by the absence of uh, Justin Simmons. I don't know if Simmons will be back in this contest. I haven't really been following Broncos injury reports closely enough to know one way or the other, but he obviously matters a ton. Um, I just don't know that he even really matters for this game because I think the Bears are pretty lost. Well, let's close with this. Have about 15 seconds for this answer. What number would you need to bet Zach Wilson and the Jets on Sunday Night Football at home against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Have about 15 seconds for the answer. I'd take, I'd take a plus 13 there. Um, I think... Oh, Nice. I think, yeah. I don't think I did would you take lay, 12 and a half. Did you lay it? Did you lay Kansas no. City under 10? No, no. I think the right number is somewhere between 10 and 13, though. 
which is why I would need a 13 to back the Jets. Um, I just could you, why, yeah. why can't you guys just join me here on the Kansas side? I feel like I'm the only one out of the three of us that's already bet the Chiefs. Like I, I, well, I, I, I still I think they're going to do something. Here's, I don't know it's why. Super, super straightforward. Yeah. It's super straightforward. The Jets defense is really, really good, and this is a challenge. Like now they need some. They need they need something to get up for. Now they get to take on the Chiefs. They get to take on Mahomes. You can oh, you're get right because the, pain, really the Patriots inspired. a team that they, they've lost to 14 straight teams. They're not going to get up for that. What are you talking about, man? Look, they didn't get up for that. They played great. <laughs> they played great they, they, for them. They were, for okay. them, great. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, no, the Whale defense. The I'm saying the defense. Uh, like, yes. the defense. Yeah. Yes. Whale's on Twitter at whale underscore capper. You got to check out the NBC Sports Edge. You got to check out the Deep Dive Pod, one of the absolute best in the business. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Good luck on the bets tonight. Good luck in week four. We'll catch up with you next week. All right. Best of luck. On the other side, back to P-squared. B-squared week four of the National Football League. How about the Steelers and the Texans in H-Town?